0: Mr. Luke Clayton, I know you and I have talked about some of this in the past, but to me, one of the most impressive animals in all of North America is is a big, wide, tall mule deer. And I fell in love with mule deer and mule deer country, oh my gosh, almost a lifetime ago kind of thing. But. You know, I know you've hunted mule deer a little bit here and there. I've, I've been fortunate to hunt hunted a lot of different places, but I recall uh, a trip last year, and I don't want to get into a couple of them I did this year. But last year, you and Jeff Rice and I went out to the Eastern Ranch uh, for an episode of A Sportsman's Life, found there, of course, on CarbonTV.com. But tell mm-hmm. me a little bit about your impression after not having been out in that West Texas country, what your thoughts were on on mule deer
1: well that was the second desert mule deer that i'd ever kill larry uh oh, right. I, I shot one out on clayton williams's high lonesome ranch back years ago and uh and then i had the chance to get out there to mr easton's ranch part of the allure of hunting mule deer larry it to me is the country that you hunt them in and uh the trans pecos area of texas is just it's it's Stark, beautiful, rugged ranch. It's, a lot of it is ranch land now, some of it is not ranch land, but uh it's just a different terrain totally and it's just the, the country's beautiful to me. Um and and it's just so big, the country's so big and open. That that's part of the allure. But then you talked about, you know, a a, a mule deer buck. Uh, it is, you know, whitetail is majestic, but there is something maybe with me, I've only taken a handful of mule deers in my life. You know, I've hunted mostly for whitetail and I've guided up in the mountains where there were lots of mule deer, but I I wasn't privy to be hunting them. You know, (laughs) it seemed like there was a mule deer under, you know, everywhere I looked, but, um, uh something about the the fact that they're just just beautiful animals and in the country that you hunt them in larry i can't that kind of sums it up for me it's just uh it's a special hunt and uh not that whitetails aren't too but something about those mule deer just rings my bell if you will you know just (laughs) like them you know you know what
0: it, mine too and to me if somebody asked me what's the hardest big animal to take in north america and, and without a doubt to me that's that's a mule deer and they're really good mule deer i've told people in the past that says when a big old mule deer that's about 30 inches wide and real tall with double forks and masks and he's standing on a ridge when he turns his head he doesn't turn his head the world revolves around underneath him kind of thing that's kind of how i feel about him in I've been fortunate. I mean, we're we're into late December, January at this period of time, and there are still some really good mule deer hunts. available. Of course, down in Sonora, Mexico, and parts of Mexico, there's some unbelievably big mule deer down there. Not behind every bush, but to me, that old country, particularly as you get over close to the Sea of Cortez over there, you know, close to Baja, Oh my God, those mountains are fabulous, and those big old swarrow cactus are just unbelievably attractive to me. And they just tend to kind of pull me that direction. But also, of honeybees deer in another parts, but in Texas, uh, that particular book that you took that was on a managed land permit. Mm-hmm. John Easton and his brother uh, Jeff have that ranch set up on a on a on a quality program where the state issues based upon population several different factors you know an x number of mule deer tags each year and you know you were fortunate to take a, a really nice buck there that turned out to be a, just a fabulous eater and, oh boy and I, yep and i went back this year and hunted hard uh we were there for an episode of uh uh guy uh, uh, sports field uh uh Trijicon's world of sports field and uh I was finally able to take one kind on the last day, and old managed three by two. And and those older bucks and the bigger bucks just seemed to elude us. They were just hard to find, which I've come to expect from those deer out there.
1: You know, yeah, and you know, Larry, uh, to say I'm not a trophy mule deer hunter would not be true. Of course, I want. I would love to shoot a great big one. I've never killed a great big mule deer. Uh, the one I shot was a three year old, and he was a beautiful deer. I mean, you know, he he. He had a good, heavy of horn and everything. The meat was excellent. But uh, I can see on that ranch, you know, how the it could, it's a big, big country, lots of big, deep canyons and draws. And I can see how, uh, unless they're really up moving in during the rut, uh, I can see how they could could be hard to hunt. My hunt was textbook. I, I, I got out, uh, Jeff and I, Jeff was filming for our, a show called a sportsman's life that's that is now on carbon tv uh that that hunt is i think it's already posted there the video of it on carbon tv i think it is not not positive but anyway i had hunted probably a total of 45 minutes and here come (laughs) you know yeah here come uh jeff was filming and you know, out of the far left side, there's a draw leading, uh, kind of the header in a draw that we were hunting, and and uh, looked back to the left, and Jeff said, "There's antlers," and there was a little younger buck, probably year and a half, I don't know, um, you know, coming coming out and heading down the draw, and I thought, well, that's must be the travel route these deer are using. We kept looking, looking back, and then here here's some antlers come out, you know. And it was uh, it was the buck that I shot, and uh, it it was super easy, you know. The shot was about 80 yards, and the deer come up. I think he was he either on the he definitely on the same trail. It's almost like he was trailing that younger buck, but he come right in same area that he came from and uh, made the shot. And you know, uh, an hour into it, we were field. I was field dressing a, a mule deer buck, <laughs> you know. <laughs>
0: i'll tell you what that that is fantastic country out there i, I recently just got back I, years ago i started hunting on the on the Hardgrove ranch which is kind of in the break country next to the double mountain park of the brazos river kind of south more than anything else i guess of mm-hmm. and they've got both like on the eastern ranch they have both whitetail and mule deer and uh this year they were able to get on the managed land permit thing and and uh, through the graciousness of, and it's, it's hardgrovehunts.com is their website, but uh, they they get issued only a small number of, of mule deer uh, permits for, the, and those then can be hunted anytime during the time frame of like October 1st till January the 31st. And uh, just went just got back from that one, not very just a very few days ago, and was able to take a really nice four by four with with tines that we. Uh, put a stock on and got within about fifty yards or so and I was using a, a two hundred eighty Remington and a hundred and fifty grain Hornady E L D X, of course almost a top with Trigicon scopes and I tell you what, that put that deer down in an absolute hurry and I mean it's it's one of those deer that I just I fell in love with the first time I even glanced at it. My heart was pounding so hard I'm surprised it even hit the dead gum deer even but <laughs> just a few yards out there. I know and, uh, I
1: know that feeling, yep. <laughs>
0: But uh, put him down and, and uh, then start hunting for another one. I was very, very fortunate through the graciousness of the, of the ranch and the manager there, Craig Archer and his brother David and, and, and uh, David's son Trey, that that guide on that property to uh, procure a, a second permit. So, not even having to use a tag off my license, you have to use those tags. So. I've got another hunt coming up here very very shortly, just just right before Christmas that I want to go do, hoping that rut's in, in, a, in has really started. Now, mm-hmm. one thing I have to tell you about is we we tried calling a little bit out there on the eastern ranch and and really didn't do a, all that great. But I'll tell you what, on the branch that I just got off of, in, in a period of five days, I I called in over a hundred mule deer. And including numerous bucks and including one older, mature buck that, frankly, had I been hunting anywhere else, he was a nine-point, you know, a five-by-four with brow tons And had I been hunting anywhere else, a big, old, huge-bodied deer, we called that deer from about 500 yards. He When he stopped, he was about, oh, maybe 12, 14 steps away from me. And and uh, that was, we called in so many deer, just using the, one of the Burnham Brothers, the little S2 uh uh, short range collars. It's it's one. It's that one that's got the two bars of plastic and a rubber band in between them. And you talk about working like a charm. <laughs> yeah. It was absolutely unbelievable. And the footage we got. And I'm well, on this next hunt that I'm going back. We're filming it specifically for uh, a sportsman's life. So uh, I suspect it'll be very much the same. And hopefully, in that we can actually end up calling up one of those really big old material mule deer that live on that property
1: that's amazing that's one of the many things larry that i've learned hunting with you and being around you a lot you know uh i had no idea that you could that you could use a a varmint call to call up a, a mule deer it had it really surprised me well i guess i can see the the curiosity occasionally but i mean you've you've called them up in bunches of them like that so it's it works doesn't it you know
0: it does last year and, and this year we didn't find them in the large groups last year twice in different areas I called up 30 plus mule deer in, in a small herd that appeared you know <laughs> and they they were within the farthest one was probably 25 yards the closest one was probably five yards so
1: right on you know, you. They, yeah
0: they, they do come in and uh, if you if you have a little patience and try it, you know somebody that's a serious mule deer hunter, they need to get one of the Burnham Brothers S2 calls and and just start making a little bit of noise and. Mm-hmm see what happens because we had some does that came charging in i mean to the point to where one nearly ran over the top of me and wow and i I got a feeling that if she'd have gotten any closer she was going to get up on her hind legs and start slapping me with with her front feet kind of thing
1: well i I, i've folks i've watched larry and hunted with him and 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 seen him called whitetail up in your pocket i've i've witnessed that and uh i don't know i don't know what it, i I don't know if i could call a mule deer up with a predator call or not oh, wow. <laughs> but i'd like to be there and see you do it sometime you know <laughs> will you know? we'll do
0: that i'll do the calling. you can do the shooting
1: i'll shoot yes i will you know that <laughs> well uh you know uh how about our you know we haven't talked fishing much maybe in uh maybe the next show we we might uh talk some striper fishing up at Lake Texoma. Yeah, we might yeah. talk about that and who knows what
0: change, else we might. Change change w- things too. up a
1: little bit. You never know. Yeah. Well, I enjoy our visits I, and I I know I hope all of our friends enjoy the the chance of visiting with Mr. Whitetail every week and and old Luke here. I Larry and I've had lots of fun together, haven't we, Larry?
0: And going to have a whole lot more, and, and with that said, I want to be sure to invite everybody to the DSC 40th Anniversary Convention at the K Bailey Hutchins Center there in Dallas, January 6th through the 9th. You talk about an absolutely great opportunity to spend time with like-minded people and old friends and new friends and there will be old friends by the time yep. you leave there
1: that's right and and uh, larry I, I will invite folks to watch our weekly i'm talking about a weekly video outdoor call it a tv show if you will it's carbon tv uh it's a streaming network i i know most people know about carbon tv you can download it on your roku or whatever on your tv or you can just go to carbontv.com. But a sportsman's life, folks, go there and you'll get to Larry and, and is on every every show, and myself and Jeff Rice. I think folks would get a kick out of it. And Larry, I tell you what, I, I think it's time for me to start packing up, getting ready for this next whitetail hunt with you here in about three days. So uh, it's time to move forward, buddy.
0: Time to move forward, and if we don't get an opportunity to visit folks between now and Christmas, we want to be sure to wish them the most merriest, and I know that's almost like a double thing, but the merriest and the most blessed Christmas ever this year.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you.